0: Content presented on the following podcast is for information purposes only. The views and opinion expressed from hosts and caregivers are solely given based on the experiences of the individuals involved. Because each person is so unique, always consult your physician, physical, or occupational therapist for medical and fitness advice. Are you struggling to help your aging parents or disabled spouse to do everyday personal care tasks? Are you concerned about them falling or you injuring yourself? What is the task that is so difficult for you to help them to do? You are not alone. We can help. Finding a Foothold is a weekly podcast show that invites you to call in and tell us your challenge. Here, you can receive practical tips and strategies from an occupational therapist and from other caregivers like yourself. And here is your host, Consuelo
1: Marshall. Hello, I'm Consuelo Marshall, occupational therapist. Welcome to Finding a Foothold, a community of caregivers who've had caregiving challenges and have learned many lessons along the way. We know how you do things and having the right equipment and support can make caring for your loved ones easier and safer. Stay tuned. You hear from caregivers that call in and share challenges they face today And you hear tips from experienced caregivers as we work together to bring hope and improve how you give care. Let's get started. Hello, I am Consuela Marshall, Occupational Therapist, and I am so excited to finally launch this podcast. It has been in my heart for quite a long time, this deep desire to find a way to help caregivers on a bigger scale. As a profession, I provide occupational therapy services in the home on a one-on-one basis, helping patients and their families. To learn the limitations and restrictions of certain diagnoses and disabilities and teaching patients and their families how to do tasks so that their loved ones or the caregiver can be as safe and as efficient as possible. I truly love being an occupational therapist. I love teaching and seeing caregivers grow in their confidence and in their ability to do the things that they desire to do for their loved ones. I love to see their face when they finally get it. When they can get mom out of the wheelchair safely, when mom is learning to feed herself a little bit easier, all of those things help to make the day easier. And that's what I want to see happen to the caregivers in the Finding a Foothold community. But first, let me start by saying to all caregivers, thank you. Thank you for making room in your hearts, making room in your lives to make sure your loved ones are properly cared for. It's not easy. Many people have to stop working, caring for families, Many have had full-time jobs that they've had to temporarily or permanently put on hold and attend to their loved ones. And it's not an easy task to do. I really appreciate all that you are doing. So speaking as a former caregiver myself, having been the caregiver to my mom for years, I want to provide this community of caregivers who are going to speak into your lives information, tips and strategies to help you just be more successful for let us provide you with tips and strategies that can decrease fall risk in the home, that can decrease that risk of you injuring yourself, and can result in you being so efficient with your time that you can start to add back into your lives those things that you like to do and that you find enjoyable for you as a caregiver yourself. Reaching out to the Finding a Foothold community is a start. We want to teach you techniques. We want you to realize that you have a community of support within your reach that you can tap into, that can join in with you, that can help you give the best care. So if you are a caregiver, and it doesn't matter if you are living in another state, but you're having concerns about mom back at home. You're wondering how she's doing. She's mentioned to you she's had a couple of falls, and you're wondering if there's some things you can do to make sure she's safer in the home. Or you're that son or daughter who live in the same city, but you work all day, but you have concerns about them, and you have questions. So let's talk about how finding a foothold can help. This is a call-in podcast. If you are a caregiver who is overseeing someone's care or you have concerns about that person caring for themselves or you are that person that is the caregiver in their everyday, you're helping with the bathing, the dressing, the toileting, you're helping them to get out of bed, those day-to-day tasks that are now struggles for you to help them to do or they are struggling themselves to do. We want you to call in. This podcast allows you to call in. Tell us what that struggle is. Just briefly leave a message. You'll tell us a little bit about what's going on in a couple of words, just sort of tell us what the problem is. And maybe even what's the diagnosis of that person? What has happened recently that has resulted in that person not being able to function like they used to be able to? Look, life is strange. And it is oftentimes unfair. Things can change overnight. People fall. People have strokes. People get ill, and suddenly the rug is pulled out from under them. And caregivers are left struggling, trying to pull the pieces back together again. Loved ones have been in the hospital. They've come home. They've been on the skilled unit or may have even been in the rehab unit. And caregivers are just not getting the training that they once received when a person was discharged from the hospital. And even as home health therapists, we often provide services that are very meaningful and they do solve problems for patients and their families. But long after we are gone, patients may continue to change and what equipment recommendations we made and what treatment techniques that we taught at that time are just no longer working. So if you are a caregiver and you feel like you are starting to feel overwhelmed and you're even thinking, oh, I don't think I can do this anymore, and you're ready to throw in the towel, first give us a call. You know, there will come a time when we're all at the end of our rope, we have done all that we can do. And there is physically and emotionally nothing else that we can do. And unfortunately, we have to look at placement outside of the home. But sometimes it's just that we just need answers. And we just need to feel like we are not in this alone. So to leave a question, visit our website, findingafoothold.com there you will find the call-in button where you can leave your question telling us what that struggle you are having today and allow this community to rally in support behind you to give you answers to help you make your day easier. And for my more experienced caregivers, I need your help. If you hear a call that comes in from a caregiver who is struggling, and you have had that similar experience and you have found success, please call in. I would love it if you would share tips and strategies that you have learned that can also help someone else. As an occupational therapist, I have valued the caregiving advice that I have received from caregivers. It is their tips and strategies that they have given me that have also helped me to become a successful caregiver. So again, visit findingafoothold.com. Leave a question or an encouraging word for others. And I look forward to hearing from you soon hello welcome to the call-in portion of the podcast and this is where we hear from our community and our hope is that we can shine some light into their situation and bring them some hope but definitely we want them to go away feeling that we're in this together they're not alone and during today's episode I will be responding to the majority of the questions that are called in but My desire is to hear from you all, our community. I would love to see how you have tackled some of these questions in your life. And I know you'll have solutions that would be spot on for what other caregivers need. And please know, you can always call in whenever you hear a question on the podcast that's aired. Even if it is weeks after you've heard it. Because you may just have a different approach or a different angle they can also help that caller or a different caller who didn't call in, but they have that same challenge going on in their life.
2: My name is Stephanie from Pennsylvania. I've been looking after my mother-in-law for quite some time now, and we've been having some trouble keeping her upright in her chair uh, while she's watching TV or in the wheelchair, if she's at the table, she always seems to lean over to the right side and we cannot, for the life of us, figure out a way to keep her straight so she can eat properly and have less pain when she's watching TV or reading a book or any of those kinds of things. Um, I was hoping that you guys out there would have some tips or suggestions on what we can do to keep our mother-in-law sitting up bright and happy. Looking forward to hearing the responses, thanks.
0: Hi, um, this is Mitzi from um, Alabama. I was calling, um, I heard the call from Stephanie Um, where she mentioned um i think it was her her mom was they were having problems with her leaning over a lot and having trouble eating Um, i do remember um when i used to help take care of my grandmother she had that same problem so she could sit up for maybe an hour maybe an hour and a half definitely after two hours she was really leaning to the side um So what we would do is put a pillow in her wheelchair next to her so that that helped kind of keep her up a little bit more. And we also found that, um, trying to get her out of bed or like getting her out of like the recliner and putting her in the wheelchair right before the meal helped that way she wasn't as tired. And so, um, She was able to sit up a lot better because she was uh, she wasn't tired, and then we had the pillow there. So uh, maybe try that, and I hope that helps you. All right, thank you.
1: Hi Stephanie, this is Consuela. I I see your concern with your mother-in-law. And I do agree with Mitzi, there are ways that you can provide some support on her side by putting some lateral supports in the wheelchair. But the main thing you want to look at is the wheelchair itself to begin with. is, Is it the right wheelchair for her? You want to see if it's too wide. Is it an older wheelchair and it's maybe a sling seat and it doesn't have enough support under her and she may need a different cushion? The bottom line is she doesn't have enough trunk support or she may have something bony going on some scoliosis or some things of that nature but the bottom line she doesn't have the adequate strength to stay in an upright position so that so then you go to the chair to give you that external support so i want to recommend that she maybe see an outpatient therapy center or just having some someone that can take a good look at her chair and just seeing if you can uh, get some suggestions on how to improve her support from the chair. But one of the main things you want to do, like Missy said, is if she can stay up for a little while, long enough to eat, you want to definitely get her up right before the meal where her trunk is still strong so she has the most Opportunity to be able to complete a whole meal without losing that ability to stay upright, which definitely affects the swallowing and those things that make it very unsafe to eat when you're in a flexed posture. Thanks for the call and hope that helps
2: hello i am I'm calling from Louisiana, and I thank you for having this line for me to call into i have to take care of my dad for a couple of weeks. He had a uh, hip surgery. And the problem I'm having is he can't make it to the bathroom right now, so we have to use the urinal um, with the next to the bed. And he's just not making it or doing it right and things are spilling and I want some tips on how I can show, have him, tell him what to do because I can't go in there and really help him. But uh anybody have any tips on a way that he can sort of get a little bit better than that because yeah, it's sort of making a mess in that bedroom he's in? Uh, yeah, thank y'all so much, and I'll be listening to see if y'all have some tips. Thank you. Bye.
1: Hello, Miss Louisiana. I feel your pain, girl. Yeah, that's a sticky situation there. Um, yeah, going in there, helping to hold the urinal doesn't seem like the right approach I would take. Um, if he's not safe to go to the bathroom, you want to look at, is he safe to get on the bedside commode? I would go with that route. Um, You can talk to the doctor and get an order for a bedside commode, or you can just go to Amazon and order one. If he's safe enough to stand up and get on the bedside commode with a little help, that's a little less invasive. You can sort of hold him and look away. I mean, just hold him while he's transferring if he needs that help or making sure he has the right assistive device like his walker. And that way he can make it into the pot of the I commode because trying to aim it into that little urinal thing, I can see where that could be an issue. And Miss Louisiana, I am just glad you have agreed to take care of your dad for a couple of weeks while he's recovering. And just know this will be over soon, and he'll greatly appreciate all you're doing. Thanks. Hi, calling from Alabama.
0: Um, First of all, I am... So excited about this podcast. I've never heard of anything like this, so I can't wait to see um how it develops and to see other people getting help um but I'm calling up uh, my situation's a little unusual um, We help out our neighbor a lot. she lives by herself and her family's out of state. I mean they help her, but um, we kind of look out for her and she's fallen a couple of times and we've had to come over and help her get up. She really wants to use her cane, but I just don't think the cane is safe. Um, and it probably will be better for her to use a walker, but just calling to see if you had any tips or any advice to give or how do we know when it's safe for someone to use the walker versus the cane or um, kind of what to look out for all right thank you and i can't wait to get some help bye bye
1: hello miss alabama this is consuela thanks for your call i am so pleased to see that you're helping out a neighbor and thanks a lot for that Yeah, your neighbor, yeah, looks like she has some balance problems and apparently she's aware of them because she knows she needs something to use and she's using the cane. But it does appear that that cane is not what's working for her because she's still falling. So I am in agreement with you that something needs to change. So is it needing a walker? Maybe. But I would start by, I'm an advocate for a therapy evaluation. Because what you want to do before you give her a walker is, does she know how to properly use a walker? Is her home set up properly to accommodate her walker? And then you want to know, is it the cane making her fall? Or she's just got things in the way and her house is just... She's got tripping hazards there, so yeah, I'm so grateful that you are are seeing that something needs to be done, and you're on the right track. So I would definitely encourage you all to just set up, uh, if home health is available, or her going to get an outpatient therapy evaluation to sort of see what's going on, and maybe they can improve her balance a little bit. But The route she's taking is just going to be a matter of time before she has an injury with the fall, and I hope that doesn't happen. So thanks for the call, and thanks for being a good neighbor.
0: Hi. I live in Louisiana. My question is how can I get in the bathtub safely with my knee? My knee is arthritic and it's swollen and it's very sore and what I wanted to do was get in the bathtub and soak my knee.
1: Hello again to another Miss Louisiana. Girl, I don't know about you getting down in the bottom of a tub with an arthritic swollen knee. Because if you do, you may be calling the fire department to get you out, and that's not a pretty scene when those young, pretty paramedics come in to pull you out of that tub. So, I wouldn't do it, Miss Louisiana. Instead, I want you to explore other options. Do you have a shower in the house? I know you want to soak in that tub for that knee, but I think you may need to get another remedy from your doctor on maybe managing the knee pain or discomfort. But I would not get in that water because you'll have more trouble getting out. So, wouldn't do it. Thanks for the call. Good luck. And let me just add something else, Miss Louisiana. I really don't want you to fall getting down into the bottom of the tub, it's just too risky. You can definitely fall and injure yourself and you'll have more problems than a swollen knee. So yeah, stay out of the bottom of the tub. Don't need paramedics looking at you naked and you definitely don't want to injure yourself. Thanks for the call.
3: Uh, Hello, my name is Suzanne and I'm calling from Mississippi. I had a question in regards uh, to obtaining equipment. Um, or someone that that may need equipment after they come home from the hospital. My mother was recently in the hospital, and her therapist recommended a bench for the bathtub and wheelchairs and walkers and bed rails and those type things to help her at home. But we are finding out that uh, some of this equipment is not covered by insurance, And also, we we have a deductible that we have to meet, so we're having to pay out of pocket for some of this equipment. And I was just wondering if you had any resources as far as how we might be able to obtain um, some of these things at a cheaper rate, since our insurance may not pay for it, Um, websites or or anything like that would be a great help. Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: Hello Susan from Mississippi. Thanks for the question. I run into this a lot as being a home health therapist. We do recommend equipment to uh, help make the patient safer in the home. And things vary from insurance to insurance, from state to state, so not quite, I'm just not quite sure what Mississippi does. But for the most part, most insurance companies Do cover for wheelchairs, but there's a limit. If you've had one recently, you don't get another one. So you need to really look into that. Call your insurance company and see if she qualifies for a new wheelchair. It's unfortunate that they didn't start to work on these equipment needs before she came from the hospital. That way you didn't have to do all the lead work and that the discharge planner could have order these equipments before you left the hospital. But now that you're home, wheelchairs are oftentimes covered. Wheelchairs and walkers could be a little sticky. Uh, most Some companies don't provide the wheelchair if they provide the walker. Most equipment companies do not cover tub equipment. So, for me, I always recommend to patients that they first see what other family members have. There's nothing wrong with using something that someone else has used before as long as uh, you can clean it. And uh, bleach goes a long way for cleaning things that you want to repurpose. Or a local secondhand shop is also a place that you can also use as a resource. I hope this helps. Uh, Yeah, equipment's are not always paid for by insurance companies, but there are other ways to try to obtain them by purchasing them used or borrowing them from other people. I hope that helps. Thanks. Bye. That concludes the first segment of our call-in session. And this is the point where I get to play all the remaining calls that have come in on the call in line. And that will give you a chance to send your response and your comments and words of encouragement that can be played in upcoming podcast. So I want to say thank you for tuning in. This has been such a dream come true for me to be able to share with you all. And to have you part of this community. So I look forward to continuing again. And I want to say a big thanks to those who've been such an instrumental part in me starting the podcast. Uh, first of all, my husband and the team of people that have worked with, along with me from the web designer, to friends and colleagues, and podcast instructor on editing, just everyone. And I'll go into more details later about just how their support has just been invaluable in this time. I look forward to our next podcast, which will be coming up shortly. Thank you so much. And
2: we'll talk again next time. Goodbye. Hi, my name is Kelly. I am calling in today to see if I can get some ideas about activities that I can use or help my mother who is who I am caregiving for um she's relatively young. She's only in her 60s but has some mental health issues and just in general lacks motivation and the lack of motivation has um greatly impacted her physical health, and she just is not doing much on a day-to-day basis. And um, as a caregiver with other children in the home, I just can't invest the time that I know she probably needs um, for the stimulation, or at least the things that we're hoping provide her stimulation are just, um, they're not doing it. So I, I guess I'm just looking to see what other ideas other people may have. Um, for how to motivate the person you're caring for when they just don't have a whole lot of motivation within themselves. Um, so I'm anxious to hear some ideas and, um, hopefully somebody can relate. Thanks. Bye.
1: So, caregivers, if you have some advice for Kelly, I will appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. you found information helpful for your situation and you're beginning to envision yourself as a successful caregiver remember you cannot do this alone so if you have a question to ask or a word of encouragement for another caregiver i encourage you to call in by visiting the findingafoothold.com website and using the call in button you can find this podcast on our website and on all the major podcast streaming sites. We also ask that you share our podcast with others who are also navigating this challenging caregiving journey. Join us again next time. Finding a Foothold carries about how you give care.